We bless God, people of God, for a great privilege to share His word with you. I'm trusting God for you for a complete turnaround in your life, family, business, and career. I see the Lord manifest His power and glory in your life again and again in Jesus' name. Amen. We started a series on family life, God's intentional plan for making a family. I believe God to visit your family, bless your family, restore joy, peace, and comfort into your homes in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God's plan for your family and my family is increased, and that is what we are going to anchor on this morning to see the plan of God for your life and for my family, which is increased. And I take my text and my reading from the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 27, down to verse 28. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female. Created he them, and God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. God proclaimed blessing and increase upon man in the beginning. To multiply simply means to increase, to increase in number, to increase in strength, to increase in wisdom, to increase financially, to increase in blessing, to increase spiritually, increase Increase comes via enlargement of your coast, and that's why Jabez pray and ask the Lord to enlarge his coast and his territory. Enlargement of your capacity, your mental capacity, your spiritual capacity need to be enlarged. When God enlarges your mental capacity, you'll be able to do more than what an ordinary person can do. Enlargement of your vision. What are your visions in life as a man? The vision for your family, vision for your business, vision for your career. God does not want you to remain in one spot. God wants you to experience all-round increase. So when God gives you a vision, the extent of that vision is for you to be able to accomplish great things in life and find fulfillment. So when God is bringing increase into your life, God wants to use, God wants to enlarge you on every side. Enlarge your coast, enlarge your spiritual capacity, enlarge your dwelling place, expand you in every aspect of life. Hallelujah. Now David says something in the book of Psalms 115, Psalm 115, verse 14, which is very, very prayerful and very, very promising. The Bible says in that Psalm 115, verse 14, the Lord shall increase you more and more more and more you and your children now looking at that promise of god the lord shall increase you more and more so god does not want you to remain at one level even if you are at a smaller level today god's plan for your life is to make you in, to increase the bible said though your beginning may be small but your latter end will surely increase so it is in the plan of god you may start small, that business may look so small, that marriage may look so small, 
that oh God career you are doing may look so small, where you are working may look so small. But don't think that is the end of the matter. Because the Bible says the path of the just as a shining light that shining more and more unto the perfect day. Hallelujah. So God promised to increase you more and more. Increase you spiritually. Increase you emotionally. Increase you mentally. Increase your knowledge. Increase your wisdom. And when this is the promise of God, this is what David was saying, that the Lord shall increase you more and more. There is more to, to God. There is more of God's blessing that is coming your way. In Ezekiel 36, verse 11, Ezekiel 36, verse 11, the Bible says, And I will multiply upon you man and beast, and they shall increase and bring forth fruit. And I will set to you after your old estate. Hallelujah. And I will do better unto you than at your beginning. So your beginning may look so small. God said, I will do better unto you than at your beginning. And you shall know that I am the Lord. David knew he was a great man, but still desired great things from God. He prayed in Psalm 71, verse 21, Psalm 71, 21. Thou shall increase my goodness and comfort me on every side. How can you enjoy increase upon your life and upon your family? This is the question we need to answer this morning. You must be the carrier of the blessing of God if you are to enjoy the increase of God. You must be the carrier of the blessing of God if you are to enjoy the increase that God says about it. In Genesis chapter 30, verse 29 to 30, let's read the account of Jacob. Jacob, 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 the son of Isaac, when he was in the house of Laban. See what happened there. And he said unto him, Thou know how I have served thee, and how your cattle was with me, for it was little, which you are before I came, and it is now increased unto a multitude, and the Lord have blessed thee since my coming. Now, when shall I provide for my own house also? This was the account of Jacob in the house of Laban. He served Laban for 20 years. And then Laban did everything to change his wages. And he brought it to notice unto Laban. He said, when I came into your house, all that you have was so small. But God has increased it. God has enlarged it because of my presence in your house. You have become so rich. You have become so endowed with blessing. And then he asked him a question, when shall I also provide for my own house? In other words, I cannot continue to serve you all the rest of my life. I need to begin to think about my own family. So the blessings of God upon the life of Jacob automatically rub off on Laban. So a man that carried the blessings of God, anywhere he find himself, the blessings multiply. Jacob knew that he was a carrier of God's blessing. Anywhere he goes, things must open up. So a carrier of God's blessing, anywhere he turns to, things automatically must open up. Blessings must come. Wilderness must be turned into a fruitful field. So if you are a carrier of God's blessing, there is nowhere you find yourself that God will not bless you there. Whether you find yourself in a desert, whether you find yourself in a wilderness, the Bible says they go through the valley of Baker, iniquity well. So somebody with the blessings of God upon his life, anywhere he step into, whether in his own country or in a foreign country, automatically the place must yield. The place must open up. 
the land must open up. The land must accept him if it is the place that God has chosen for you. When you become a carrier of God's blessing, automatically things will turn around for you. This is the testimony of our beloved patriarch Jacob. And the Bible says in Genesis chapter 30 verse 43, when the Bible was trying to write the account of his life, and the man increased exceedingly and had much cattle and much servants and men servants and camels and asses. He increased greatly. He was so blessed. He was so endowed. He was so enriched by God to the point that even Laban and his sons became envious of him. How to become a carrier of God's blessing? Learn to turn your life completely to the Lord Jesus. Allow him to take over the affairs of your life. This is the beginning of your journey to an unending joy of increase and blessing that comes from the Lord when you turn your life over to Him. May the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I welcome you to Door to Life. I'm your regular host on this program, Pastor Abiola Latunji of Show Up of Glory Church, Abelkuta, Ogun State. Let us pray. Precious Father, we thank you for a blessed morning and a blessed time to learn at your feet and to hear your word. We declare and we proclaim that your blessing that comes via your word we find full expression in the life of your people, even as we are looking at the very important aspect of life, which has to do with family life. We pray that your word will bring healing, restoration to homes, enlargement of coast, and enlargement of territory. In the precious name of Jesus. Amen. In our last episode, we considered the blessing of increase that God proclaimed upon man in creation. Going back to some of the scriptures read in the previous discussion on family life, I'll take Psalm 115 verse 14. Psalm 115 verse 14 says, King James Version, The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Going by this verse of scripture, you will find out that it is the will of God to increase you as parents, and also to extend that increase to your children. The Lord shall increase you, increase your strength, increase you in wisdom, increase you in knowledge and understanding, increase you financially by prospering you, enlarging your coast and enlarging your capacity, and also extending it to your children. In other words, whatever God is doing in your life, as a parent, God wants your children also to partake of the good things which he has ordained to do in your life. 
And then in Psalm 71 verse 21, David has something to tell us in Psalm 71 verse 21. Thou shall increase my greatness, and thou will comfort me on every side. You will find out that these two scriptures, they stand side by side to talk about God's intentional plan for your family. And when you go back to the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, where God proclaimed the blessings upon man, that they should be fruitful and multiply. And when we talk about multiplication, we are talking about to increase either numerically or to increase in strength or in capacity. So David said, thou shall increase my greatness. He knew that he was great, but God wanted him to be more, to get to another level of life in his life. And that's why the Bible said the part of this just as a shining light that shining more and more unto the perfect day. So in God, God wanted to make progress. It is the will of God for his children to make progress in whatever they do. Either in their spiritual life, in their academic pursuit, in their career pursuit, in their business pursuit, in everything they do, it is God's will for you to make progress. God does not want you to remain stagnated as a family. He wants your family to be enlarged. He wants your family to be fruitful. He wants your family to be wealthy and prosperous. He wants you to eat, live in good health and sound mind. So he said, you will comfort me on every side. If there be anyone that may be going through one challenge or the other, I declare the comfort of God to come upon your life. In whatever area of your life that you may be having challenges, may the presence of the Lord come into that area and may the Lord grant you rest in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, David was a man who find his way to greatness through his love, through his commitment, and through his service to God. So for God to increase you, God wants to see your level of love towards him, your level of commitment, and your level of service unto him. David was an addicted worshiper of God, a giver and a lover of God. He knew what it takes to have deeper work with God. He was a sweet psalmist of Israel. That was why when you read the life of David in Psalm 42, he said, As the heart panted after the living book, so my heart panted after God. So David was a man whose heart was panting after God. He wants to do the will of God. He wants to abide in the presence of the Lord all the days of his life. He loved to worship the Lord. He loved to give praises and thanksgiving. And that was why God had to enter into a covenant with David. He said, My covenant will I not break. Neither alter the word that proceed out of my mouth. He entered into a covenant with David that his seed will sit on the throne forever. And that's why they referred Jesus as the son of David. He followed God wholeheartedly. And that made God to enter into a, an everlasting covenant with David. Remember that Jesus came from the lineage of David. And when he was on earth, Jesus was being referred to as the son of David. The blind Bartimaeus said, have mercy upon us, son of David. Why? Why would David come to that point whereby his family, God was talking about the generation yet unborn? The reason is because of the love that David had for God. Praise the name of the Lord. So David was a man who served his generation according to the will of God. You cannot serve God and not enjoy greatness and increase. So if your family is committed, if you are committed to serving God with all your heart, then you are sure that God is going to bring increase and God is going to bring enlargement. So David served God with his talent and with his skills. 
David served God with his resources. He said, I, 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 will, I want to build a house for my God. That was the extent at which he came to in his life that he was even thinking of what can I do next for the house of his God. Praise the name of the Lord. David served the Lord with all his might and with all his strength. He went ahead to risk his life by removing the reproach from Israel when Goliath defied the army of God. Your kingdom service connects you to an unending increase and abundance in God. Hallelujah. Joshua said to the children of Israel in Joshua chapter 24 verse 15, And if it seemed evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorite in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Now, this is the commitment of Joshua. He told the children of Israel by the time he was about to pass on to the other side of life, to the other side of eternity. He said, from today, children of Israel, look at me. If you feel you want to serve the God that your father served at the other side, you are free. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. So those who make the commitment to serve the Lord with their, their, with their household will enjoy increase and greatness that comes from the Lord. Let me take you further in the book of Job chapter 36 and see what the Bible says in Job 36 verse 11 and 12. I think that scripture will buttress it and let you understand that when you as a parent, as an individual and as a family get committed to the service of God, there is a blessing that comes from it. See what the Bible says in Job 36 verse 11 and 12. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. But if they obey not, they shall perish by the sword and they shall die without knowledge. That will not be your portion. I prefer verse 11 which says, if they obey and serve. So when you serve the Lord, he said, they shall spend their days in prosperity. So there is prosperity that is allotted. Spiritual prosperity, physical prosperity, mental prosperity, financial prosperity. Prosperity in every aspect of life is already attached to those who get committed to the service of God. Serving God with all their heart, with everything they have. And God is committed to make sure that they live their life in pleasure. That become your heritage in the name of Jesus. So your complete obedience to the service of God. And wherever you find yourself. In your local church, representing him in your marketplace, your marketplace talk about your business place, in your offices, becoming an ambassador of the, ambassador of the kingdom, qualify you for the bounty of heaven. Because heaven is about to release abundant blessings on you. Service is the key that opens you up to the prosperity of God. You will live in plenty, good health, wisdom, divine ideas, strength and peace of mind becomes your heritage when you serve God. Make a decision and commitment to God that He will be your God and you will serve Him all the rest of your life. And as you make this decision known to the Lord today, I see the Lord bring you into abundance of peace, abundance of joy, abundance of greatness, abundance of, of, of blessings beyond your widest imagination. Increase, enlargement of your cause and of your capacity shall surely come from the Lord. May the Lord bless you and bless your family. Bless all that pertains to your household. May the Lord grant you peace round about in every aspect of your life. To the praise and to the glory of your name, of his name, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
I welcome you again to a beautiful moment in the presence of the Lord. I am your regular host on this program, Door to Life, Pastor Abiola Latunji. And by the grace of God, we began on the family life topic, considering God's intentional plan for family. And today we'll move further as we check into the Word of God, what are the intentional plan of God for your family, for my family. And as we listen to this broadcast, the Lord of heaven will bless you richly in Jesus' name. Amen. Precious Father, we thank you again for a moment like this to fellowship with you in your word. And we thank you because your word will enlarge, your word will prosper, your word will bring restoration, healing, and your word will bless families today in the course of this broadcast in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. The Bible says God created he them, male and female. As far as God is concerned, family is established between man and woman for the purpose of procreation. It is not man to man or woman to woman as we see all manner of perversion to God's plan going on in the world today. We are taking our text from Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 to 28. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he in. Male and female created he them, and God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. After creating man in his image, God proclaimed blessing. He said, Be fruitful. God did not establish family to be sterile, to be stagnated, to be barren, or to be unfruitful. The purpose of family formation is fruitfulness. So in Genesis chapter 9, verse 1, the Bible says concerning Noah, And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. God still reemphasized his intention after the flood, the old world in the days of Noah were destroyed. God preserved human race in Noah and still established his purposes. Fruitfulness is not only in childbearing alone. Though God said in Exodus 23 verse 25, Exodus 23 verse 25, And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless your bread and your water. You will take away sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in your land. The number of your days I will fulfill. God's plan for your life is fruitfulness, which covers your health, your business, your finance, your career. Whatever you lay your hand to do in the academics of your children, God expects them to excel and to succeed in a big way. And that's why in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 4, the Bible says, Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of your cattle, the increase of your kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Why will God be talking about the fruitfulness of your body? God expects you to understand that good health is part of fruitfulness. 
when you are healthy, when every part of your organ, your liver, your kidney, your womb are functioning. This also brings about joy to you as a person. So God wants you to live in good health. And that's why the Bible says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospereth. God wants you to be fruitful in all areas of your life. And as a child of God, barrenness is not your heritage in God. Stagnation in life, in career, God does not want you to remain in one spot. No frustration of any kind. When whatever you lay your hands upon, God wants it to prosper. No unfruitful labor should be identified with you. The day man was created, God put the seed of fruitfulness in him. So inside of you, inside your family, there is a fruit, there is a seed of fruitfulness to produce after its kind. Your family must enjoy the fruit of their labor. In Isaiah 51, verse 21 to 24, as I read, Isaiah 51, 65, verse 21 to 24, has something to tell us. The Bible says, And they shall build houses and inhabit them, and they shall plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. And eat the fruit of them. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For as the days of a tree are the days of my people, and my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. Verse 23 says, They shall not labor in vain, nor bring forth for trouble, for they are the seed of the blessed of the Lord, and their offspring with them. And it shall come to pass, that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. Now God was promising the children of Israel about planting and harvest. He was trying to find, tell the children of Israel that they will build houses. It's part of God's blessings for families. They will build houses and they will inhabit it. They will plant vineyard and they will eat the fruit of their labor. In other words, it is not good for you to labor and then leave your labor for the enemy to eat. It's not God's will for you to labor and devour will devour all that you have labored for. So part of the blessings of God, part of the intentional plan of God for family is that they will enjoy the fruit of their labor. He said they shall not build and another man inhabit it. They will not plant another man eat. For as the days of a tree are the days of my people. Hallelujah. This talks about longevity. Talks about good health. Enjoying all that God has provided for you. Praise the name of the Lord. And it says, And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. This is another dimension of the blessings of God for the elect of God. God was trying to say, that as far as his plan for your family, that even before you make your request known to him in prayers, he's going to give an answer to your prayers. This is your heritage as a child of God. And I want you to understand that God designed your family to be fruitful. Whatever be any form of barrenness, whatever be, be any form of stagnation, the yoke are broken in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your family will expand. Your family will succeed. Whatever you do will succeed in the name of the Lord Jesus. As long as you hand over your family unto him, and as long as you come under the covering of the blood of the Lamb, and under the covenant work with God, there is no way that the enemy can have 
a full day over your family. The yoke is broken when you come to Christ. When you submit your life, when you submit your family, when you submit your business and everything that pertains to you into the hand of him who is able to keep you from falling. I declare over you in the name of Jesus Christ that your family shall be fruitful in the name of Jesus Christ. No more barrenness, no more delay, no more stagnation and it shall be well with you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Welcome you to Door to Life. I'm your regular host in this program, Pastor Abiola Olatunji. By the grace of God, we will be considering family life on this new broadcast. And I will be teaching on God's intentional plan for family. And I believe the Lord that God is going to use this broadcast to bring healing, to bring restoration, to bring blessing, to bring joy, comfort enlargement and deliverance to families in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen as you are blessed. Father, we thank you for your word again. We are asking that the entrance of your word will bring life and understanding to the simple in Jesus' name. Amen. God's intentional plan for family. What was in the mind of God for setting up family? considering it in our topic today and also the blessing God proclaimed upon families. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1, the Bible says, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. So there is a purpose behind God setting up families. And for us to be able to know and understand this purpose of God for setting up families, we need to go back to the book of Genesis and see how God began the journey. As we take our reading from the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28, and then also verse 31. I read Genesis 1, 26 to 28, and then verse 31. And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fall of the earth, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created him, male and female created him. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fall of the earth over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. When the journey of creation began, God created animals as well for the purpose of procreation and multiplication. God spoke to the water to bring forth abundant fishes, and likewise the earth to bring forth living creatures after his kind. And when it came to man, God said, Let us create mankind in our image and his likeness. Let them have dominion over all the fish of the sea and over the cattle. The 
Bible says God bless you before certain men do things. So any man that will carry out dominion mandate of God, this dominion mandate is expanded over the children. The first family and daddy of the children. This dominion mandate was what become bone of contention in the garden of Eden when the first family lost the serpent. The supernatural nature of God was at work in the life of Adam and Eve. There was no sickness, there was no barrenness, there was no lack, there was no struggle, there was no seed found in the garden of Eden when God created Adam and Eve. Everything was working perfectly. Garden of Eden, the glory of God became blasphemy. They were living in paradise before of us. Everything was perfect. When the dominion mandate was lost, man began to live in the of God. In Genesis 3, verse 26, we find out when man lost the dominion mandate. The Bible says, Unto the woman he said, I will give you multiply your service and your possession. thou shalt be And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast eaten of the bones of thy wife, and hast eaten of the fruit of the tree, and hast eaten of the tree, thou shalt not eat of the bones of the ground, nor thy seed. Sorrow shall thou eat in the day that thou shalt die. Then God said, This is the man that the day shall be eaten, and thou shalt eat of his flesh. In the sweat of his face shall he eat of it, and thou rejoice. So many scriptures in it, denying being transferred to Adam's side because of what was in the But in the beginning, that is not the case of man. Man became a victim of curse as a result of the dominion mandate that was handed over to Adam and Eve for the loss because of pain because of suffering. There are some families today. Living under the force of Satan, they have been afflicted, they have been oppressed, they have been devastated daily. But thank God for Jesus Christ, who restored the curse of man and woman, and opened the gateway to God Himself. Salvation comes to those who believe. Christ has given us the curse of death, being made the curse for us. But it is first resonance in the book of John. The reader of Jesus Christ came to this world. For the purpose of breaking the curse of death. The curse that God placed upon man in the garden of Eden. That's why it says, Surely the blood of the son of Adam cloaked the curse of death. And man became free from the seed of sin, liberty, resurrection, dominion, mandate, the glory of God that was in the garden of Eden was restored. So man is no longer under the influence of the enemy. Likewise, man. Thank you.